Welcome to Coffee, Beans, and Booze. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Shyla. And we're thriving in a small town. It's caffeinated Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for Coffee and Booze. Clink! Hey, Shyla, how's it going? You're already laughing at me today. This is I'm where we sorry. are with things. It's just because I'm living no, in a I'm shit show at- right now. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I was laughing at the the personality test that we took oh. and what it said. It's appropriate what? right now. So, okay, well, then let's just start there. Tell them about the yeah. personality test we took this week. It was. It's a BuzzFeed. It's a BuzzFeed. Is your coffee preference will actually reveal what kind of person you are. Yes, yeah, so I think <laughs> this is probably more accurate than anything else we've done. Ha ha. The yes. superhero and the uh, the coffee preference. So mm-hmm. what did you get, Jasmine? Um, so I got that I am basic. And what's kind of funny about this is I went through and answered the questions about two or three different ways, because maybe three different ways, because I like hot coffee and I like iced coffee. I like a little bit of sweetener yeah. and I like none. So I thought, let me see if it changes it. Yeah, no, every single time I'm a basic bitch. I'm just saying. So mine says basic. You love the simple things in life and there's nothing wrong with that. You do you and enjoy the things you enjoy. Which right now I would that's enjoy. That's literally all it says. That's all it says. That's literally all I have. That's it. That's what did dumb. You, what did you get? <laughs> I think God. this is accurate. I am basic <laughs> and I think you are yours. Go ahead. <laughs> I got total badass. Yep. See, very you're accurate. Not afraid to, you're not afraid to break the rules, are you? Honestly, we're a little scared of you. You're pretty intense. But that's just because you're passionate. But trust, no one wants to get on your bad side. Like that's super uh, ominous. Like that's like kind of accurate. Not gonna lie, you're badass in a good way. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. I want you on my side. I'm not. I don't want to be on the other side of things. Yeah, I'll take it. I'm pretty basic, and you're pretty much a badass. So I would take that. Yeah, I don't know. I I call shenanigans on that. I don't. <laughs> you're not. You're not buying fine. this one either. Oh no! We, I'm starting to lose track of which ones we've done and what we've done. We've been doing the personality tests. Mm-hmm. It's gotten to be a little bit of a challenge finding one for every week, but we thought this one was uh, um, pretty appropriate for mm-hmm. the the content of our our podcast interview for this week. Um, I, well, I'll go ahead and promo it really Absolutely. quickly, like you know what we're doing. Sure. So this is our first time ever interviewing someone we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Right. So we uh, reached out to Whiff Roasters, Janessa, who's mm-hmm. with Whiff Roasters, um, because there have been a couple of our guests who have said that that's their favorite coffee. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, well, I mean, it's coffee and, you know, it's coffee beans. And we got to like, you and know, we wanted to hear about how this, yeah. how this uh, story came about. And it's really uh, fantastic. And so I'm excited for everybody yeah. to hear it for sure. Speaking of past yes. guests, though, and people we know, this last Friday night, um, we were celebrity black. Jack dealers because Allie, who was on our podcast a few seasons ago, um, she needed some dealers for their big um, their big fundraising event. They do like a Monte Carlo night every year, and she needed dealers. And so um, I quick learned how to deal blackjack, and you have dealt blackjack before, and so um, it was a good time. But what was really nice was I got to meet some of the people in person that over the last year we've interviewed that maybe you knew and I didn't know. So like Jen Cuzo, who was just on just a few weeks ago I got to spend some yep. quality time with her and that was really nice I got to meet Kendra uh, who yep. we interviewed earlier this season and so that was really neat so I just wanted to say thank you for getting me involved in that because not only did I have a great time supporting Sark um, but I also really enjoyed getting to meet people in person and kind of further those discussions we had so and it was thanks, an in-person buddy. event 
event. It, it was, was. Yeah, of course. How did yeah. you feel about that? Were you all about it or were you feeling like I, it was weird? I was actually fine. I mean, listen, I went <laughs> to Nashville at the end of <laughs> April. Yeah. And I kind of just keep saying if I survived that post uh, mm-hmm. vaccine uh, because Broadway was wow, wow, wow. Um, just full of people and full of life, which was really great. It was like stepping mm-hmm. out of COVID land. Um, yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. I feel confident that science has figured it out and we're good to go. Yeah. And we, you know, obviously not being super crazy and, and putting ourselves in those situations all the time, but I felt okay. How about you? Yeah, you're, no, I felt good. good. You know, what's weird for me. It's when I approach someplace and the door does not tell me what to do. Like I want a sign that yeah. says mask, no mask. I'm fine either way. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with like no mask if vaccinated or, you know, everyone must wear a mask or whatever that happens to be. But when I get to a door that I don't see a sign, I get a little freaked out. And that's kind of how I've, I was like, should I have, I had a mask with me but I was like do I need a mask do I not need a mask so no I was fine with with the not and it was a a great event it was it was an appropriate amount of people it was really well organized um I hope that Sark did absolutely fantastically well um it was a neat event very um I loved the way that there was such really clear creative thought on how they handled like the live auction portion versus a silent auction portion versus like the funny money Monte Carlo you know betting stuff like it was really clear that it was an organization who'd given a lot of thought about the um, donor experience and I loved that it was really great so it was wonderful to be part of something that was so wonderfully thought out and uh, it was a great event yeah absolutely yeah that's good yeah yeah and so are you guys uh oh yeah good Oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask him, mm-hmm. is uh, the theater program, are you guys holding any kind of in-person fundraisers this so summer? So we may. Um, I think the students would really love it if we put together like a summer outdoor cabaret kind of thing um, because they kind of got cheated out of their winter cabaret, which, um, you know, as I've talked about on this a lot of times, any fundraiser that we have going through the theater program, we try to really maximize that it also has a direct student benefit, not just financially, but also experience wise. So uh, uh, we do a winter cabaret every year that not only brings in a fair amount of dollars, but also provides um, performance opportunities to students who may not receive them in the same kind of way. And so I think the students would really love it if we did a summer piece, but I I will admit it, I'm a little tired. And so I just, I feel like maybe we'd be better off to give the students and the production team just a little bit of a break. And so if we do that, it's going to be late summer. Um, I just got off Thursday night. I did a trivia event for, um, thank you for coming, for the uh, Playhouse. And so we did that. Mm -hmm. So maybe we'll do something like that, but I'm just not sure. How about you guys? Are you going to do anything in person? I know you're thinking for the fall, but are you thinking anything for summer? Yeah, we have our, we have our golf outing coming up in July Mm -hmm. um, but that's you know kind of we're not doing any um, actual eating at Mm -hmm. the event so everything will be kind of Mm -hmm. grab and go and so you'll be with your foursome uh, but not really uh, having to be around anybody else Um, and then yeah we're doing we're planning a big thank you event um, kind of around the time of Palmyra's Great Give Mm -hmm. uh, at the end of September around football schedules (laughs) and all kinds of other things and try to figure out when all of that's going to happen so yeah we're excited about that um yeah that could be a couple hundred people what we what we do have in person is not necessarily um seen as a fundraising event although it does bring in uh money that supports the program is we have a camp this summer the last weekend of july the last week of july and we have 70 students who will be there parents are literally like get my kid out of my house and so we will happily take the opportunity to um, get them back into live theater and you know help um i've actually had parents say you know we really are excited because our 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 children need to be around a little bit of a bigger group of children they might have seen like one or two people but going back into school in the fall which looks like it's going to look you know hopefully 
pretty back to normal. Um, so yeah, so we've got that going. Yeah. So plenty of things. Yeah, it up. has been a little bit weird having two small children and figuring out like who masks mm-hmm. when and how and all yeah. that good stuff. It's just you know, there's not been great guidance on that. So mm-hmm. you know, both of my children are too young to be vaccinated, so that that has mm-hmm. made it a little bit of a challenge. But mm-hmm. we're making it work. We're pretty flexible here at the old workhouse. So you sure try, you know, right? Whatever. Yeah, we try. We try. Not Although us here Noah's at the not- house. We're definitely not. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Noah's about over me already this summer. Oh, we're, yeah. we're two weeks in, two <laughs> weeks in, and uh, I have forced him into summer enrichment. Mm. Um, you know, we I, I remember being in like honors English and having mm-hmm. to do summer work. And I remember having to journal and writing to my teacher like, this is dumb. We're the highest achieving students. And she wrote back something like, who practices more, the like high school band or the Boston Pops? Mm-hmm. Like figure it out kind of thing. And so, you know, that resonated with me. And I just, you know, summer slump is a real thing. Or the summer slide, I guess, mm-hmm. is a real thing. And I don't want Noah going back, especially after the two years yeah. academically that we've had mm-hmm. as students. Um, but he is over it. I mean, like, <laughs> so mad at me. So mad at me. Oh, no wow. other kids had to do this. And I, I'm like, I, I'm hearing my mom and all of these responses like, well, those aren't my children. Mm-hmm. You're my child. And I'm going to do what I think is best for you. So, yeah. Good luck yeah. with that one. But I know my child I came know. to play some baseball with your son yesterday, and they played a little Super Mario Brothers, and so maybe Aaron can help your child hate you just a little <laughs> less. With that, I am super excited to uh, share Janessa's interview with our uh, with our clinkers. I think they will definitely enjoy it, and I cannot wait to go and see Janessa in person at WIF. Shyla, how's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? I am very excited for our guest yeah, today. Yeah, this marks... This is our first official guest that neither of us have ever neither met. Neither of us have met. Uh-huh. Is that because we know so many people or because <laughs> I think it's because we were so excited to go and find today's guest yeah. because while she has not been on before, she's been mentioned before by yes. several guests yes. who uh, named uh, Whiff Roasters as their favorite. Yes. And so I'm so excited to have Janessa with us today. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Hi, Shyla. Hi, Jasmine. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Absolutely. absolutely. Well, so we don't know very much about you, and I'm going to guess that some of our clinkers don't either. So if you could take a couple of minutes here and talk a a little bit about yourself, tell us who you are, and a little bit about Whiff Roasters. I certainly can. So I own a coffee shop, and I've owned it for about three going on four years. Um, Happened to be my favorite coffee that I had drank years before. It was owned by a wonderful couple who happened to be looking to retire and was putting the business up for sale privately, not necessarily making a big announcement about it, but I got wind that my favorite coffee shop was going to be available. Made the comment thinking, oh, I hope whoever buys it keeps the coffee the same because it's incredible. (laughs) And lo and behold, that opportunity opened up and it ended up being me. I was completely floored, (laughs) but the coffee is now the same and I get to say, hey, I own my favorite coffee shop. So who would have ever thought of that, right? Absolutely. That's That's so fantastic. And I love it that you really could take something that you appreciate so much and really make it your own, which is awesome. So where are you located? Yeah. We are located in Lidditz. So on Main Street, Julia Sturgis Prexel Factory, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that exact same building, we are located right around back. So there's a portion where they used to make their Prexels that we converted into a roastery. Actually, the previous owners converted into a roastery. Mm -hmm. And we've been roasting coffee there since 2000. 
People wow. really actually don't know about us. It's almost more like lit its best kept secret. Yeah. Tucked, tucked that, back behind. The downtown lit its yeah. area, though, is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. In the last couple of years, it's really, really come up. Lancaster's really put a lot into developing the small town kind of feels and and the main streets of a lot of places, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So it seems you've had some benefit of, of some of that extra traffic coming your way. Lidditz gets busy on a Saturday. Lidditz does get busy on Saturday. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's so fantastic. And I'm so glad you're a part of the downtown there. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so you, this came out of a passion for something that you loved, but it's not as if I'm, I, you must have some incredible leadership qualities that allowed you to step right into that. So can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you had the, the confidence that this was the next best step for you? And, you know, it's one thing to love something. It's yeah. another thing to be a, a business owner the way that you are. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you got some mad skills. So tell us where that all came from. Yeah, it's kind of a hybrid of a bunch of things. Um, I was in FFA when Mm -hmm. I was in high school. If you don't know what that is, it's Future Farmers of America, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of stemmed more into the agricultural realm. So I was very involved in that, doing public speaking, things of that nature. So I, I kind of attest to some of my leadership skills going back to that, just having the confidence of getting involved in things mm-hmm. and doing some competitions and public speaking stuff. Went to college. I actually majored in animal science. I wanted to be a large animal vet. Mm-hmm. So I still was focusing on ag, still had a passion for ag. How I ended up with the coffee um, was, again, it just kind of fell in our laps out of nowhere. I was not fully on board with pursuing it. Surprisingly enough, I was very hesitant. I was working as a horse nutritionist, loved my job, was pretty happy there. And a friend of mine actually knew the owners of WIF. Mm -hmm. So when we would be having, I want to say like a rough day, but instead of running to Starbucks, we would crack open a bag of WIF coffee. And that Mm -hmm. was our special get through the day (laughs) cup of coffee. Your fuel, sure. It was, it totally was. And that's what got me hooked. So Mm -hmm. when the opportunity became available, I wasn't sure if I wanted to completely switch careers and jump into something new, Mm -hmm. especially owning and managing a business. I do got to give some credit to my husband. He was the one who's like, oh, yeah, we we totally got this. I can do the mechanical (laughs) roasting like Mm -hmm. because I can't roast coffee. I will be completely honest with you. That's that's got mechanics to it. It's got an art. You have to be able to to listen to things. But he felt passionate about taking that on and really encouraged. She's like, you can do this. Mm -hmm. You've got this. And with his support, that's really what gave me the push and motivation to say, okay, let's move forward with this. Let's let's give this a try. So it is a, a team effort. It is a partnership there. Yeah. I yeah. do have a wonderful husband who's backing me. Otherwise, I probably couldn't do it on my own. Well, and I think yeah, it speaks yeah. a great deal to, you know, very little in life is an individual success like mm-hmm. that. You know, whether it's an organization's success or an individual's, like, you know, there, there's a group and a team and a support that happens there. And so, um, so that's wonderful. I'm so glad yeah. that you've had, found such success. How's it? What's it like working uh, as a business partner partner with your husband? Mm-hmm. I think that's also a special ah. skill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ironically, we were just working today. Um, we also have a cafe location that we opened up about two years ago. It's kind of hard to keep track with COVID thrown mm-hmm. in the mix there, but we did open that cafe location, and that's been interesting. So I was actually working with my husband today, making coffee drinks in mm-hmm. the cafe. Okay. Um, and it. It works out for a good number of hours. <laughs> there, I, I, I heard um, some tentativeness there. Yeah. Right? There, there is. Yeah, I mean, we're, 
we're, we're both very um, leadership. I don't want to say headstrong. That's not the right word. But we're both very passionate and have our own capabilities of kind of I understand this. I understand this. <laughs> My husband is the is the president of the baseball league, and of, yes. of like the little league. And my husband and I decided to coach one of our sons. What he coached our older son. We coached together. My little son, and you know, as we started rolling more into the season, uh, mm-hmm. there was some questions about mask wearing, mm-hmm. and you know, the kids were having a really hard time getting the little batting helmets over with the mask on and all of the stuff. And I, you know, and he wasn't wearing his, mm-hmm. and I was like kind of going to parents and being like, how do you feel about it? And like we get home and he's like, listen, you make decisions every day for your organization and you're a leader and you're an alpha. And I get that. He's like, but this is mine. And I'm like, whoa, okay. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm like, all right, I'll step it back. And then so so the next week a parent comes up and is like, why are we all wearing masks when he's not? And I was like, you should ask him. You go ask that that leader over there. Oh, that's too funny. I'm not asking. You may though. So I understand this. I understand this. Mark and I, after 21 years of marriage, have realized that sometimes we both we, we both can have a correct way to do it, but yeah. they might be completely different. Yes. And oh, so, you know, yes. that, that sometimes that, yeah. that, that there are two paths to get to something. We're both very definitive. You know, Mark right. and I are both pretty strong personalities, <laughs> but that we have to sometimes be like, not my way. Your way, but you're still going to get to the the same right. end. So maybe yeah. when those that, yeah. that that coffee drink is still get there, but just a different way, right? Yeah. You got to figure that yeah. out. Well, sometimes you just got to compromise. Some things are worth picking your battles for, uh, and the hills you know, to and die he, on. he definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this is not the hill I'm going to die on. I know it's so funny. It's very true, no. though. Very true. Yeah. yeah. So, what has scaling looked like for you? So you you took on the coffee shop and then you opened a cafe. Yeah. Um, was, was that a decision? Like, how did you come about that decision? And then, you know, we talk about this a lot in in nonprofit land. Mm-hmm. The scaling's hard, right? Getting yeah. to the next level, and you know, you see these chains, and you think it's so easy to do. It's not really, right? Like, you know, and and being two people owning a business. So, how how has that journey been for you guys? Yeah, surprisingly, it's been pretty steady as far as the constant growth and the constant scaling. I expect that to probably taper off eventually. And, and to be honest with you, I would be ready for a little mm-hmm. bit of a sure. of a break. Yeah. I feel like everything in my life year after year has been something different. It's been a challenge, but it's been constant change and growth. Mm-hmm. Good thing, but absolutely tiring and exhausting at some points too. Sure. Mm-hmm. But it's been fun and it's been something different. We bought the business in 2017. Shortly thereafter, we wanted to make sure that we kept a lot of what we could the same, but we also needed to be able to change a couple things so that we continue to grow. So we worked with a lot of our wholesale customers, making sure to build those relationships. Mm -hmm. Because anytime you buy a business, you want to make sure who you're working with is someone that you get along with and you can sure. see eye to eye with. People so we had to maintain them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. We wanted to really focus on relationships within the first year. So that was our focus. Um, then we started coming up with a couple more creative things, giving it our own touch, our own flair. We redesigned the bags because we were running low on supplies. Mm-hmm. So let's get some fresh look. Let's yeah. redesign the website, get something fresh. Same product, but just a more modern look. Mm-hmm. We came out with some new coffee flavors that hadn't been 
tried and, and done. So we have things like going bananas mm. and we have berries be wild. Um, my favorite is bonfire. Oh. So we came out with all these different flavored coffees. I can't kind wait to try is that like a, it. Is that like a smoky, earthy kind of? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. it, it has I, subtle I smoke. That, so it's more know. of a... Yeah. Dark roast, yeah, okay. more of a dark roast, but then it has one of our of previous guests. Loved, yeah, and there you go. One of our pre- previous guests yeah. really liked a snickerdoodle. I think mm-hmm. is what she said was. Yeah, uh, she yes. uh, found that at the. Oh shoot! What's the. Uh, Fox Meadow so Creamery. I is where just she, yes. saw all of your products yes. at Fox Meadow Creamery. I knew uh, we had scheduled you, and I knew that you were coming on, and I went to Fox Meadow Creamery, and I turned around, yes. and I said to Mark, I, I swear, I'm not making this up. We're literally interviewing her on Sunday. And he goes, sure you are. Like, I'm not, like no, we really are. And I was like, I promise it's true. And so, so that's exciting. Awesome. So fantastic. Yeah, but absolutely. that's been fun, building those relationships. I mean, those guys yeah. would be a prime example of somebody that we were able to form a relationship with and they felt comfortable enough to bring our product into their incredible store Mm -hmm. so we've been very fortunate in that regard yeah that's awesome Very cool. We talk a lot about, uh, you know, small businesses being really such a a keystone of communities and also for good and bad. Right. This can be be, uh, I I don't want to say problematic, but it can be it can cause a lot of trouble for people. And and that is like the 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 desire for people to for you to help people, nonprofits and that kind of thing. So lots of asks and, Mm -hmm. you know, who coming and asking for donations and support, you know, and you want to support, but it also has to be some type of. yeah. Yeah. So do you guys have a, a yes. process or a thing that you do to kind of make that a little bit easier for you? Is there some kind of, you know, do you, do you like philanthropy philanthropy as a business? Um, and what does that look like for you guys over at WIF? Yeah, we try to give back to the community as much as we can. So we do do a fair amount of donations to certain causes. We also do fundraisers. So that is something that we've done for quite a while where people, especially the school, Warwick Mm -hmm. School, for a while Mm -hmm. would be doing fundraisers where the students could take home a sales sheet. They would be able to sell with Roasters Coffee and then a proceed of that goes back and then they're able to use that for whatever they were fundraising for, like school Mm -hmm. events. Um, I think some churches and things have done it as well. As far as donations go, we do try to mix it up a little bit. So we try not to constantly give to the same organization over Mm -hmm. and over and Mm -hmm. over again. That way we're able to spread it out and maybe touch a bunch of different opportunities rather than just Mm -hmm. one and done. Mm -hmm. Um, A prime example would be Green green Farm Meadows or Green Meadow Farm, I think is how they call it. They do horse activities for adopted children. And they had just recently built a shelter and something that I was very, you know, passionate in having Mm -hmm. the agricultural background was to be able to donate some coffee for that shelter and for that purpose. Mm -hmm. So that was one avenue that we were able to kind of contribute to the community through donations. But typically we do take requests and then we have to kind of can't give to everybody but we do our best to kind of space it out yeah it's got to be hard the local coffee shop we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. you know she'll she says that there's never a day that goes by and now COVID obviously has changed that that she doesn't have an an inch stack of of requests on her desk and that's tough you know it's hard because you know we we want these small businesses to thrive and then also Mm -hmm. you know yeah driving traffic there but yeah I don't know it's it's a it's it's a hard balance well and I think it's a really you know 
we have this luxury that we live in these small communities. And a lot of times people are like, oh, small town life. But there's that's actually a great luxury of it is that we can know the owners of businesses so well. We can get to we can reach out to people like you and get to know them so that then we can have those relationships and say, mm-hmm. we're not here just to use you, but to make sure that, you know, we are taking it easy or that we are like, you know, when you say that, when you say, well, I'm trying to spread the wealth a little bit in, in this charitable support, we can then say how much we appreciate that yeah, back. And, and I feel like large towns don't always get that, you know, yeah. so. So Janessa, are you from the area originally? Are you are you from small, small town Pennsylvania too? Which I love. I say small town in the best <laughs> way. I mean it in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. Yep. I definitely am. I didn't travel too far from home. So mm-hmm. I grew up down Lancaster Way, right off of Route 30. If you're familiar with mm-hmm. Conestoga Valley School District, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. that would have been that would have been my area. Gotcha. And then my husband's local as well. He grew up in Mannheim. So oh, okay. we really didn't leave the area any. We stayed we stayed local. Yeah, my husband's originally from Mannheim and then moved here to Palmyra. So I know I know the area yeah. quite well mm-hmm. and my niece and nephew are from Mannheim. So it's yeah. Um, and it's it's such a wonderful what what kept you in this area? You know, it's I'm sure that you had lots of opportunity, particularly through your agricultural studies to, to go other places. What made you love Central PA? I did. Uh, my husband. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. obviously fell in love with a guy and mm-hmm. decided, okay, well, he's he's worth sticking around for. <laughs> um, he is a farmer. So there is farming ties. We actually do own some property and some land in which we farm. Mm-hmm. So when you own a farm, you can't really travel too far because mm-hmm. you have animals and crops to take care right. of. So that was the anchor, the farm mm-hmm. and obviously the love for my husband. Absolutely. <laughs> and now my coffee shop. Very <laughs> true. So you're here to stay. What type of farming uh, do you do? Yes. I used to work for the Department of Agriculture and really, I always loved agriculture, like oh. to, to a point, I wasn't part of FFA, that wasn't a part of the schooling that I went to, but I knew it existed, and when I would go to farm show, I was actually kind of envious of the students that I saw who worked on wonderful projects and things they, they did, um, <laughs> but I loved my time working for the Department of Agriculture because it so much showcased such beautiful industry in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. so yeah, so what type of farming mm-hmm. do you do? So ironically, um, we were milking cows. We had dairy cows right up until the month that we bought Whiff Roasters. So when we made the commitment to move forward with the coffee shop, we were like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Because we still have cows Mm -hmm. and we can't continue to milk cows and run coffee at the same time. Yes, because cows are very demanding. Mm. They're demanding when it's time to milk. Mm. It is time to milk, right? There is no holding off. Mm. Yes. And mm-hmm. feed. When it's time mm-hmm. to feed, you better have their food right in front of them. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so a, a buyer actually stepped up a month before we ended up going through with the transition. And it was God's perfect timing. Everything mm-hmm. just fell into place. And we no longer have cows. I'll be honest with you. I don't miss it. <laughs> they are, they seriously are demanding. Yeah, absolutely. It's a demanding yeah. business. Yeah. And coffee smells so much better coming yeah. in. You know, we're smelling real. like coffee <laughs> rather than cows. Definitely. <laughs> Alrighty, so it's my understanding that the two mm-hmm. of you know somewhat in common, speaking of small town life and some of the benefits that come from it. So, yeah. <laughs> your freshman roommate. No, senior. No. Oh, lies. Okay, yeah. I'm going to stop. You yeah, tell yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I, was, I, I figured out who owned with roasters. I started there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I By was doing like, some internet stalking. Right. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to pop on Facebook and see if I know if we, ha- if, if, she, if I can find her and then if we have any mutual friends. Um, and so it turns out that uh, we both know uh, Janelle, uh, who was my senior year college roommate and a friend of yours. Right, Janessa? So... 
That is correct. Yes, a wonderful person. And she does a lot of photography. She happened to be able to do some photography for us at Whiff Roasters and so giving, so caring, great personality. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's yeah. a great person. Yeah, and I was just thinking we should have her on, but now that I, I didn't know that she took the photography for you guys. So I know. Yeah, she, you the... said that she did photography that is actually featured on your homepage of your website. So yeah. if our clinkers, which is what we call our listeners, if our clinkers go to your site, they're going to see Janelle's beautiful work. And yeah. um, what I love too is you kind of said, well, we do have to have Janelle on because I, I kind of love this. You said she often doesn't do product work like that, but I loved what you said, which was that she doesn't often do that work, but she so could because she's so talented at doing so. And so I want to talk to Janelle in the future about how she chooses what she would like to yeah. work on and not because we do have so many choices in life, right? <laughs> yeah. Of the things that we do. So she is very gifted. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. Yeah. We actually approached her and she was very willing and she said, Hey, I don't know how it's going to go, but I love your coffee and I'll be willing to give it a try. <laughs> she is a huge supporter of Whiff Roasters and we couldn't have done it without her when I came to her with this mm-hmm. and said, Hey, can you just try to take pictures yeah. could you just give it a go and she nailed it she really nailed it yeah, that's awesome that's so, so fantastic that's awesome that's yeah so fantastic so so um everyone that we've talked to about um with roasters has said about how incredibly delicious that the coffee is i mean no one's like oh you know and and you have a cafe and you have all these things but they truly keep talking about truly the the taste and how delightful it is what what is it about your coffee that you think is so intoxicating to people like you know what is it what's your approach to it or how do you come up with your flavors or what is it that really gets to something maybe people it's a trade loving? secret and she's not going to tell <gasps> well, us I'm not so. looking it, a trade it is a trade secret so <laughs> yeah. i'm not allowed to go into okay. all the details but i would say the biggest um factor that a lot of our our clients really like and honestly what got me hooked was the fact that it is so smooth okay. it's got good body it's got good flavor and when you take that sip it's not like acidity it's it's just very smooth tasting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can add flavor so i can get it in all my different options i can get my mocha caramel flavored coffee i can get my snickerdoodle coffee and mm-hmm. it's not having the sugar added it's just flavored coffee but i'm still getting that smoothness mm. Decaf. For a while, I was drinking a fair amount of decaf. I'm we a huge decaf fan. Yeah, so decaf. It's yes. I'm a coffee beans in this, but it's because when I have caffeine, I get super hyped and my mouth won't stop talking. Yes. <laughs> so it's when all my truth telling comes out. And so, um, so I'm a big decafer myself. So I should come and try your decaf for sure. Absolutely. I'd say that's another big fact is that we have a lot of decaf options, which aren't available out there on the market. Mm -hmm. And you still get the same full flavor, same smoothness, but you get the decaf option instead. Yeah. So before Whiff Roasters, did you did you know the coffee lingo or has this been sort of a a thing you've had to learn along the way is how to describe coffees with what, you know, flavor profiles and all that good stuff? Because I don't know very much about this. So, yeah. Now, I was a big coffee snob probably when I was little on up. If I would go to the Frizen Freeze way back in the day, <laughs> always the coffee milkshakes. Mm-hmm. I was drinking coffee out of my mom's cup from as little as I can remember. So I, I grew up on coffee. I loved coffee. Never got into working in a coffee shop, although I wanted to, didn't have the opportunity. So now coffee lingo and everything no problem. Learning to be able to roast it is definitely an art. That's something that's different. I had picked beans before my high school year of high school, my sophomore year, I think it was. We went to Honduras and I was able to pick like the green beans off of the bushes and the plants. So I had an understanding of where coffee came from, 
but to be able to take it and then roast it, mm -hmm. all the different roast levels, all the different arts to listening to the sound of the bean when it cracks, knowing when to pull it. That's something really special. And that's mm -hmm. something I definitely had to learn. Mm. Yeah, that's quite amazing. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Such an artistry. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, um, can can I ask my question? Because yeah. I'm dying to ask yes. the roaster. Yes. Okay. You may. Yes. So you know, at the end of each of our <laughs> interviews, we ask three questions, and I am dying to ask you, what is your favorite coffee beverage, and how do you possibly choose that with all the options you have? <laughs> That is the problem. <laughs> so do I get a flavored option? Do I get a regular option? Is this how it works? Hit us with whatever you, you, whatever you yeah, want. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So if I'm picking my favorite regular coffee, it's going to be our Mombasa. I love our Mombasa coffee. It's got a smooth body, kind of a fruity, chocolatey, nutty undertone, but it's not flavored. Mm. And it's more of a medium dark. So that would be my go-to if I'm drinking like a regular cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. No cream, no sugar, just, just the way straight. it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just straight. Flavored would probably be our new bonfire. It's got like a smoky flavor coming from a darker roast, but mm -hmm. it's not so dark where it's like charcoal, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, it But does. then it has notes of bourbon whiskey and some spice just really really good so it's Go like coffee beans and booze and wine yes. totally us it can be like our signature totally our we got, yeah we gotta go find some bonfire where can we find that bonfire yeah we should just drive to Lidditz yeah, we should just drive to yeah. yeah oh Stauffer's oh, Stauffer's. Oh. Stauffer's Stauffer's is one of our biggest carriers yeah okay. um, Martin's Grocery Store has mm -hmm. them as well they're in camps so right. lots of options awesome yeah. we just might pedal ourselves to Lidditz yeah, yeah absolutely mm, we could do, do so. I think so definitely stop by the cafe I can hook you up with some drinks. Yeah. <laughs> we would love, love to meet you. Yeah. Absolutely. We, should, we could uh, ladies who lunch. We uh, could ladies who yeah. lunch there. So we yeah. do this ladies who lunch thing because we have a lot of business, as you can imagine, that we have to do, that we do in common here for our community, for our organizations and things. And so we ladies who lunch out and we could go to Linnets. Yeah. I love this. We should sometime. Well, yeah. but I digress. Uh, Shyla <laughs> has our second question here, which is sometimes a little bit more fun. Yeah. I think I'm winning this week. I'm yeah, saying, I know. So. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Uh, yes. So Janessa, we want to know what's your favorite adult beverage uh, okay so that's tricky too because in addition to coffee I'm a bit of a beer snob oh. I love beer but I also like my whiskeys and my scotches and my bourbons so if I had to choose a beer it would probably be St. Boniface Verklempt mm. and little side secret there they use our coffee so of course oh. I'm going to be a little oh. bit biased Whoa. but yes. it's fantastic awesome. also coffee beans and <laughs> yes. beans like Janessa so, you yes. are a girl man yes. wow <laughs> over here. I love this totally. we'll have to go for a drink yeah. you know yes. you guys do your ladies lunch yeah. we can go for a drink yeah. perfect yeah. I like this plan for sure that's awesome yeah. so do you have a favorite bourbon I do yes so I really like oh my goodness I like Blandon's would probably be one of my top picks um, Elijah Wood is also a good one. Um, Elijah Craig, I'm sorry. Uh, Eagle Rare, which you can't get those right now. It's been hard to get that in the state of Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. That's done by Buffalo Trace, which also has been tricky to get lately. Hmm. But those would probably be my favorite She's legit. Like bourbons. She, you're you're she's legit. Totally okay. legit. Okay. You know, totally just like completely. I'm a, I'm a bourbon fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I've got one too many in the cupboard over there and they can't be mixed. So I do have a stipulation like these can be mixed and these have to be straight. Excellent. Oh, I love it. I yeah, love that, it. That's, it's ridiculous. It's no, ridiculous. It's smart. Good. You're, it is. you're it's a lady who knows smart. what she you're likes. A woman who knows what she likes. I like that. Absolutely. Well, our third and final question is actually our complete favorite. And so, Shyla, go ahead. Yeah. 
Yeah. So Janessa, uh, we want to know what's your passion? So coffee is obviously one of those passions. I wouldn't be in the business if I wasn't passionate about it. I do like agricultural and animals, particularly large animals. So I'm big into horses, four-wheelers, being outside. But probably my number one thing that I've been enjoying the most lately would be wildlife watching. I love to go out with a pair of binoculars, look at all the wildlife, the amazing birds that we have, the deer. Um, We have a bunch of foxes right now that for my downtime, I go outside with a pair of binoculars and I sit and I watch them. That's awesome. So I'm actually passionate about wildlife watching and yeah. just getting out in nature, enjoying nature. It sounds nature. like it's a little bit of a meditative slash self-care thing. I was going to say, yeah. so self-care. Totally is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> but it's a passion because not many people will spend an hour and a half sitting watching a bunch of, of foxes out in the yeah. hot hay field. But yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, Janessa, it has been a complete pleasure to have you on uh, Coffee Beans and Booze and hopefully one day we'll meet you in person. I hope so. We'll have yeah. to plan it and very soon. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I'm Shyla. And I'm Jasmine. And we're thriving in a small town. It's Caffeine and Jasmine and Drunk Shyla. It's time for coffee and booze.